0: Hey crew? Yeah? Do you want to take a private wheel throwing lesson with me at Brooklyn Clay?
1: Um, I don't.
0: Because of me or because of Brooklyn Clay? Um.
1: Well, not because of Brooklyn Clay. Brooklyn Clay is awesome. I mean, you could be a member where you get to use studio space. You could take private lessons. You could have parties where you drink some wines. (laughs) Okay. You can have private lessons.
0: So, uh, what are you saying?
1: I, I don't think I want to talk about this anymore.
0: Okay, you ready, Gus?
1: Yeah, okay. it just told me. We're recording.
0: <laughs> okay, welcome to the Ceramics Podcast. My name is Gustav Hamilton, and I like ducks. Is this a, a new bit? I'm Cami Klamako <laughs>
1: and I don't understand the joke.
0: <laughs> you, the last episode, you got me and you were like, My name is Camifer Clamaco And I was uh, like, Oh, oh
1: was did I say one? that you like something? No. But I, I'd be like, My name's Camifer Klamako and I love really big pots. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, I because I fucking hate really big pots,
1: yeah. <laughs> I hate oh. them so much. My, <laughs> <laughs> yeah who doesn't
0: man it's like right away I have to tell you Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so I called you the other day well I texted you the other day to get some like to get some crack filling advice and you were like drill out the crack and uh-huh yeah and so I didn't I mean I sorry I did do that I did draw yeah. out the crack and you know I guess I didn't do it well because it and like an hour later the whole like the whole thing was cracked almost along the whole seam of the coil from throwing the big pot and so I broke the big Mm. pot and it was like 50 pounds of fucking clay and I hate big pots now
1: Mm -hmm. no tiny pots Ron Nagel size pots
0: hell yeah that's like where it's at I get it I get
1: you get one one box of clay and it'll just (laughs) last you for like a year and a half
0: Exactly. So for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I've been working on a lot of big pots for the last like eight months. And mm-hmm. basically I throw a big base and then it gets leather hard. I throw a coil on it. like gets leather hard, throw another coil. And so just like a couple days later, it's about, you know, three feet high and it's awesome, except for these cracks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Anyway, your mm-hmm. advice Gus mm-hmm. was amazing.
1: Well, it didn't work. So well, I don't know if I've ever really done that one, but I just know that that's, like, what people do.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake.
1: Yeah. I don't know how to do that. I I only, uh, you know, I make slabs. That's it. <laughs> and paint.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I'm out of the
1: game. I can't <laughs> handle the, the heartbreak anymore.
0: It is. That's exactly it's, what it is. It's just is.
1: excruciating. Yeah. All
2: right. Yeah.
1: But, you know, I mean, I think... I guess the moral of the story is like, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And, Uh you know, that's, and in this case, in this rare case, you lost, you know, and um,
2: it's probably (laughs) just
1: gonna be uh, It's
0: rare case. Gus, I'm like a 10 time loser. Okay. I did a sale, I I did a sale yesterday, a Mm pop-up sale that a friend generously asked me to be in. And Uh I didn't sell one thing. Not even like, not even like <laughs> maybe. Um, it was like pitiful. Like I, I've never, I've never. My ego. Do you feel bad yeah.
1: about yourself?
0: I feel bad about myself in like a next level kind of way.
1: Uh huh. Like, Did you walk all the way home like Charlie Brown?
0: <laughs> Kick rocks. Yeah. What is Charlie Depp? Daff- what is that? What is that you do?
1: He just put. He just puts his head down and.
0: that's exactly what i did
1: socks yeah i did
0: i was i'm on a two-day sulking spree but Mm -hmm. um you know it's like my table was in a really bad spot and nobody it was like blocked i mean i'm telling you why it happened but Mm -hmm. i can't really say why i don't Mm -hmm. know
2: Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. table was in a bad Mm -hmm. spot
0: really bad that it was like right by the door so people would like come in the door pass it and not even see it
1: what so what uh what neighborhood was it in uh williamsburg no see that's the that's thing posh. nobody goes to williamsburg nobody nobody goes to like <laughs> <laughs> i walked through williamsburg i walked through williamsburg last night and i i thought i was in times square i couldn't believe it <laughs> so many people everywhere oh, it's funny
0: um yeah. but uh... so you were two
1: you were too. you were they gave you such a good location
0: it was a really bad location. That it,
1: that, it, that it worked against you.
0: The girl across from me was very, she was like very sweet and like, her, you know, a lot of her friends were coming in and buying stuff and she was like, like flying. You could see she was so happy and she was like, how's your day going? About three hours in and I was like, um, not great, but, uh, we'll see. And I was already like, man, this fucking, it's not going to work out for me.
1: Oh. <sighs> But uh, you, you don't have to name names or anything, but uh, that, you know, the, the like classic Brooklyn, Brooklyn one or New York one is artisan and Fleas.
0: Yeah.
1: That I had one friend do one time and I went to sit with her and then I just felt like I had to stay because it was just so no one was buying mm. anything anywhere. Everyone Brutal. was just walking through to look at it and then Brutal. carrying on.
0: Um, I gotta tell you though, there were like a lot of kids that came through, uh, with their, with their parents. And, um, this Mm -hmm. one kid came up to my table and he was looking at my potteries and then he took one of my business cards and, um, he had first, he had like about like 20 business cards in his like dirty little hands. And then I was just about to say something. And then he took one and then about 15 minutes later, I saw him over in the corner drawing pictures on it. (laughs)
1: When I was a kid, my dad, who's a builder, took, took I think my brother and I, or maybe it was just me, to like a trade, like a building, you know, comp convention thing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I just got like a plastic bag and just took every pamphlet at every booth. I just went from booth to booth and just took all of them for no reason. <laughs> and then the, the drive home, it, it wasn't in our town, it was like, an hour away somewhere and I just flip through it, throw them in the back of the truck, flip through it, throw them in the back, the- just not, you know, it's just like, look at, look at this doorknob.
2: <laughs> what the fuck?
1: I just wanted to see how many I could get, I guess. I don't know.
2: That's
0: awesome. You were like, also, can I get one of those free pencils? Also, do you yeah. have any yeah. free notebooks, pads and shit? Yeah. Do you get the yeah. swag at those places?
1: I'm still, I'm a sucker for a Bic click stick pen. Like that, oh, all yeah. all. If I'm signing a check at a restaurant and there's a good one of those in it, I take it every time. But no other. That's those are the only pens that'll steal. They're so, they're just the best.
0: Oh, you know. Maybe I that did. should
1: be our merch. Is just bit click sticks.
0: Honestly, that's an excellent idea. That's say the ceramics podcast. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and
1: then you press it, and then you press it, and it's just it's just full of clay. <laughs> so by the time it gets to him it's just rock hard
0: i love that you can take a brilliant idea and really like spiral downward spiral that show. really
1: expand on it
0: <laughs> You're, you've expanded and in- actually if it were glazed pencil maybe all right i'm like rebuilding your crappy idea
1: okay okay all right okay what if it's just full of dry clay powder
2: uh
0: no. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. like silicosis. future silicosis. That sounds yeah. like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Uh Gus, have you ever what's your worst? What's your worst of the worst? What's your worst, worst. of the worst?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean I've got some worst. But
0: I don't wait on the have, worst. I mean, this is only an hour. Yeah.
1: Uh, I've
0: got. <laughs> we don't have all the time in the world
1: <laughs> oh do i have down. some worse
0: you gotta narrow it down
1: um the worst show that i've ever been in and this is like a good lesson for people that i should have learned sooner or i guess this is a good time to learn it but was when i was a post back and they i'm sure they still do it in the back is ramix monthly you can open it up and you look through and you can apply to be in shows, yes. you know. And when you're living in Manhattan, Kansas, a show in Indiana seems like kind of a big deal, right? Compared to Kansas, <laughs> right? It's it's a step probably closer towards civilization.
0: Okay, like uh, um, is it one of those things that you like? It's like an open call for ceramic artists, yeah. And you pay third, you pay a thirty dollar fee for and yeah. to apply
1: yeah okay Okay. and you submit like five images you know
0: and it's at the it's at the Aberbaum arts center in muncie indiana
1: yeah or yeah it's always like i mean sometimes there's good stuff in there too but it seems like it's yeah it seems like it's it's always like it's at some university but it's like the shitty student-run gallery you know where like they're gonna <laughs> drop your piece and uh
0: oh, yeah
1: but but uh but then you know i'm flipping through just got big dreams of getting out of manhattan kansas <laughs> and and i see an ad for a show called the contemporary ceramics biennial no the international ceramics biennial
0: oh that's a big big title right yeah
1: and I, yeah. I think that, and it was called like the International Ceramics Biennial nine or something like that, or five. Or, and I was like, man, I can't believe I didn't know about this thing. It's such <laughs> a big deal. <laughs> and why is it in Terre Haute, Indiana? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm
2: sorry. It's just really, this is already bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so I, I applied to this show and i uh another person in, in that i was in the same studio with applied and we both got in and he drove the workout and dropped it off which was really nice and that
0: was really nice
1: the yeah. work yeah and and he came back and he was like man the guy running the gallery was a real oddball and i'm like oh there you know, think nothing of it. And then I happen to be kind of in the region when the show was coming down. So I went to pick the work up. Okay. And we, and I got there and I walk in for starters, half the works, the gallery still open. Half the work's taken down. Half of it's still up. Okay. Okay. But then, then he's like, okay, your stuff's through here. I walk into the room. There's just weights on the ground and like a He's just using it as a gym, the back, like the back room of the gallery where my work is. Wait, there's just what? like, there's just barbells on the ground. He might've had like a yoga mat or something down there too. So he could like, you know, do sit-ups and stuff but he's just got his workout equipment scattered around. Okay, the con- the but, International it, but it was just there that
0: day. It wasn't there the whole time.
1: Possibly, but the gallery was open. Like oh, it man. was during okay. business hours. Some of the stuff had been taken down, but the show was still technically up and okay. open. That's then, not
0: good. That's definitely not the, good. Then, then, okay. then,
1: then, <laughs> and then right away I looked and I think I had <laughs> two, two pieces that made it into it. And um, I haven't always done a good job packing my work, but I would say in general, I know the importance of like packing your work so that it's easy to understand what to do with it. So. I sent two pieces and I like each piece was labeled, you know, cause there were like multiple components that went together. I printed images like of what the steps looked like to install it. I included hanging hardware and drill bits so Whoa. they could drill the right size hole into the wall and stuff like that. So it's all there. He just took the two pieces, made them one, just mash up no. with the pieces, not <laughs> even all the pieces cause they didn't all quite fit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the absolute best part of it all was there was like supposed to be this kind of like i had like sculpted a big thumbtack and there was supposed to be this stuff hanging from it and he couldn't figure out how to put the thumbtack on the wall so he just he left that part out and then instead he just drilled a drill bit into the wall Okay. And then he disc then he disconnected the drill and just left the drill bit poking out of the wall. And that was what he had just hung all the work on. So that Wait. was just poking Is- it.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: So be careful what international buying oh apply to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what what the fuck? I mean the yeah. part, the weight the the weights are bad everything about that's bad was there other work that was in the room with yours
1: I don't really remember I wish I would have taken pictures because it'd be so funny to look at it now
0: oh my god and it
1: was like you know it's in Terre Haute Indiana which like there's some college there I don't know what it is but
0: yeah probably
1: what a, you know who (laughs) on earth has gone to Terre Haute. Nobody's been there, and that's coming from someone who's from North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. I don't think I've ever met anyone from Terre Haute, Only from Gary.
1: Gary, I've been to Gary. It passed through.
0: Yeah, right. What beautiful, the-
1: beautiful city!
0: That's the worst show. That's so <laughs> bad. We have a question from a listener, which is pretty exciting.
1: I love listener questions.
0: I do too. Molly Greenberg, who was a student of mine at Brooklyn Clay. And I love her work so much. Cammie and Gus, I love the pod. I-R-A-L-O-L. I am really L-O-L-ing. That's what it means. Huh. Did you know that?
2: No. Did I-R-A-L-O-L. she it to you?
0: Yeah, she says. Did you have to look it up? <laughs> no, she she put what it means in <laughs> I-R-A-L-O-L in parentheses. I am really L-O-L-ing. Thank you for doing that. I would have never. I, I think she made up.
1: that up. She
0: may have. I'm really loling every time I listen and learn. Cami, it's your former mm-hmm. student, Molly. I'll never forget when you said to make sure you eat something before you throw pottery. That is, that's real. I stick to that. I still tell all my students to eat. And there's like a direct relationship to, I'm getting off track here. But there's a direct relation to success on the pottery wheel and hunger. I'll never forget when you said to make sure you eat something before you throw pottery. Changed my life. Ah! that's right (laughs) hands down the best way to adult hands down the best way to avoid adult tantrums just one of the tons of things i learned from one of the greats oh that's really nice Um, i wouldn't say i wouldn't say great
1: take cammy's class class, everybody
0: much um here's my cue can i glaze cone five clay bisque things with cone six glazes and like still eat off of them etc and if you have time for two questions, what is a good way to find residencies for ceramics? Thank you and keep making art. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for the question, Molly. You're the best. Can I glaze least come? She, she,
1: she notably didn't say keep making podcasts.
0: You know, also she notably didn't mention you Gus. <laughs>
1: <Hey>. <laughs> Woo! I didn't know her that well. Okay, wait, so what's the first question?
0: Can I glaze cone five clay bisque things with cone six glazes? That's actually a really good question.
1: Most of the time, yeah.
0: What do you mean by most of the time?
1: Well, there are some clays. I'm thinking specifically of, is it aardvark black clay that bloats at cone six? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's aardvark. Aardvark. Or maybe it's a laguna. I don't know. But uh, it's probably fine. It's not that. I mean, it's a. It's hotter, but it's not that much hotter. I would do it. I would do a little test first, always, and then scale slightly up. You know, put a, put a little test tile, then do one small bowl, then fire three things, and before you commit to a whole kiln load of it.
0: That's an but, yeah. excellent. You know. You know what I would do? I would commit to a whole kill load of it and then yeah. have it all. Uh huh. <laughs> so don't do. Do what Gus is saying. Don't do what I say. Is like go for it. Um, don't go for it. Don't ever go for it.
1: Don't <laughs> never ever go for anything <laughs> no, ever again.
0: Play it safe. Clay buddies have a range anyway, right? Like the the range is always like four to seven, or two to six, or six to nine.
1: Yeah, but you should you should always you shouldn't if your clay buddy has a range of six to ten. You should get a different clay body unless you're firing it to 10. Because mm. it's no good. Then it's just under fire.
0: <laughs> six to, what if it's six to nine?
1: Then you should fire it to nine.
0: That's, I mean, I agree. I'm just asking. I mean, unless like, you're making sculpture.
1: Think- unless you're making sculpture, I should clarify. Yeah. You fire it to whatever. Right. One, two, two and a half, four. <laughs> oh, four. Wait, what was part two?
0: Oh yeah, let's get to part two. What's a good way to find residencies for ceramics? I got it. Tell me. Oh, tell me. Do it. <laughs> Name drop is so hard. I'm so excited.
1: Julia Galloway ah! is the ceramic field field the field guide for ceramic artists.
0: That's exactly what I was gonna say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's the spot. She really put together a sweet resource that is like state by state what what there is. Also for postbacks, which don't sleep on postbacks. Even if oh. you didn't like you just go. Even if you're, you know, not fresh out of school, just go do a postback if you really want to move somewhere. Like or or look at them because there's postbacks are awesome. They can be.
0: I almost did a postback when I got out of undergrad.
1: I'm thinking about doing one like next week. You <laughs> I, would, know?
0: I would love I, <laughs> to do one. What
1: would you
0: do it? where would you do a postback if you could now?
1: The University of Arkansas. I
0: knew you were gonna say that. I have yeah. just said it for you.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm their their biggest fan that has never even been remotely <laughs> close to Arkansas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the work that comes out of that program is so good, and uh, their professors are great and make really good work. And it sounds like they have good funding. Sounds great. Um, if I didn't go there. Is Long Beach so cool? I don't know what's happening there now. Yeah, that, that would be March
2: cool. Is, oh yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, you don't know. Everything's sort of always up in the air. Hmm. Could be anything. I would do a postback with Thomas Mueller at USC.
1: Oh.
0: He would be good.
1: What about like uh, NASCAD? Do you think they oh, do a yeah. postback?
0: I don't know if they do a postback. But I did an exchange there, and it was so good.
1: You did an exchange there?
0: Yeah, I went on exchange there.
1: For a year for a semester? Semester. Cool.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. That was my semester abroad.
1: Were they like the height of technology then? Because now they're like Blau Central Silicon Carbide Bar. Like no. Yeah. I,
0: I wanted no, I wanted to go work with Walter Ostrom, but he okay. didn't I didn't get to do that. He uh,
1: but... <laughs> <You> said no. <laughs>
0: no he was in ceramics one and they put me in advanced (laughs) ceramics and i was really disappointed i literally went there to work with walter ostrom and i didn't get a chance to do it walter ostrom was like the maolica master of the world like of the um western world
1: um we both I, i didn't actually do a study abroad um but the closest thing that I did was a month-long residency also in Canada. Um, you did yeah <laughs> in central Canada.
0: I love that we're so exotic' we, just so exotic uh-huh. places
1: I just wanted something that was like a whole new culture, like different <laughs> food, different <laughs> sports, different
2: <laughs>
1: different everything you know and it was um, um, incredible. Um, Alberta, you know, there's just nothing like it. I mean, they, they don't call it the, the Canadian Riviera for no reason.
0: You know? <laughs> Do they really call it that?
1: No, I don't
0: think so. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they call it that, guys. Um, come on, man. I fucking love. Can- After I left NASCAD, I like love Canada. Yeah. Canada's fucking awesome.
1: We were really excited because uh, weed was really cheap.
0: Oh. Um,
1: which is probably now not as big of a deal but because it's legal so many places here but um oh
0: right oh yeah
1: but then i was really sad because i had just turned 21 like a week before and then um beer was so expensive uh that i just like didn't drink yeah
0: oh whoa we when i was there i wasn't 21 but the drinking age was 19.
1: Yeah, well, so, I think it still is, which, like, that was such a bummer, too, to be so excited to turn 21 and then get up there and nobody gave a shit. You
0: know? <laughs> That's so sad. That's what happened to me. I turned 21 in Canada, and, like, no one cared.
1: I know what I'd like to just talk about in this uh, little Hit me. spaces. I feel like we've talked about it before, but its it's studio snacks. Because I've been, like, really trying to shake things up a little bit just okay. as far as like what snacks. And, um, you know, I'm like, trying not to eat as much like sugar, sugar candy. Okay, it, this is. And, and by that, I mean, that's like gummy bears, gummy worms, Sour Patch Kids, that kind of stuff. I'm trying to, uh, moving away from it. I'm using chocolate okay. as like
0: Come on, sort of talk... a
1: stepping stone.
0: Okay, what's hap- What's
1: wrong? What's happening? Nothing. Well. But if I have it here, I'll just munch on it all day long. When I'm here on a weekend, when I come in the evenings, it's not too bad because you get a little sugar in your system, you get a little pep in your step, then you work for a couple hours. But if I'm here on the weekend and I'm here all day, I'll just eat candy all day long. If it's around, (laughs) just a little bit all day. So I'm trying some other things and I got pretzels in here.
0: Gus, I've which never met. Great. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never yeah. met anyone that eats as much candy as you.
1: Yeah, Ever. I know it's a real issue.
0: Okay, but go on.
1: But look what I just found. They're they're made by a company called Pipcorn. Okay. It looks like something you'd buy at Whole Foods, which I bought at my fake local Whole Foods that's around the corner. That so these um it's uh, it, it's a four point Point five ounce bag. It only costs thirty eight dollars. <laughs> um, and they're jalapeno cheddar cheese balls. Heirloom. It says heirloom jalapeno cheddar.
0: So are the and, are the jalapenos heirlooms, or is the cheddar an heirloom cheddar, or is it the corn that makes the puff heirloom corn? Oh, it
1: says heir, heirloom corn. Heirloom corn. Okay. Um, you're fucking fancy. I know. I was actually I was going through the checkout line, and there was just one bag sitting. There and I was like, "Well, oh, I gotta try it." Are they good? They're great, but <laughs> I can't afford it. You know, it's like eating Bjorn corn in your studio. Like you can't.
0: No, that's too much. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so look, are you trying to figure out like what snacks you're ready to you wanna?
1: That's kind of it. I mean, I'm 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 in the pretzel game right now. I kept <laughs> buying banana chips for a while.
0: Oh yeah.
1: But I. C- I I, then I, then one day I, I was buying them from Trader Joe's and I was just, I would eat I like know. half of these. Yeah. And then I looked at the label and they're like, it's just all sugar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> <Like
2: they're laughs> so you're
0: trying to like not get early onset diabetes, which I applaud. And, yeah. and you I like that you're trying new things. I'm not sure that yeah. this is going to make it on the podcast.
1: It might not um well, did you find the other question i did okay all right that was just that was just filler
0: this is from india tea hmm. i was wondering if you could help me with a ceramics question that people can't seem to give me a straight answer on
1: just today i was listening to my all-time favorite radio show
0: hey mission car- andy
1: no okay. car talk oh, okay and they had a caller looking for just the same sort just i've had so many different answers no one can give me a straight answer okay i went to click and clack and i really like to think of us as the click and clack of ceramics radio
0: sit for sure for sure yeah okay here's the question let's hear it if i'm not glazing a piece do i have to biscuit or can i just fire it to cone six
1: yes you can just fire it to cone six but
0: but right
1: often glaze programs are really fast and will likely cause pieces to blow up in the kiln. So if you're able to program your put your own program into the kiln, even just doing something as simple as clicking the slow bisque program and typing in cone 6 for the temperature would be perfectly fine. Or if you got a bisque program you like, use it and just change the, the peak from you know whatever it is oh, oh 06 to 6 or oh 04 to 6. But if you're firing something at like a shared studio and it's just gonna be going into a regular glaze firing, it's not a great idea because there's a good chance that it could blow up. And if it does, those little bits of stuff will get stuck in everybody's pieces.
0: Imagine like the, it would be like a bloodbath. Imagine the tear storm of all the people whose pieces you ruined.
1: Yeah, you'd have to get a boat to get through the river in tears that you'd cause. Yeah. But yeah, you totally can. Um, but you shouldn't. You unless can. unless you program it your own.
0: Yeah. If it's by your yeah. by, it's by your it's fits by itself in the kiln with nobody else's stuff, why not? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: you you've seen some real travesties kiln wise. I have. I have, and not just my own pieces, but you've seen like,
1: <laughs> yeah, we've seen some, we've seen some glazed pieces blow up, which is oh. a real shocker because it, like when a bisque piece blows up, it, it, you know, it blows up. For anyone that doesn't know, it blows up because the steam, because the water turns to steam and it is just trying to get out as fast as it can, and it's expanding, and if it can't get out it'll just cause the piece to blow up. But if a piece blows up, that's already been bisque already been glaze fired. It, the pressure has to build up so much more before it actually (laughs) (laughs) will explode. So that when it does, it's just, I mean, the pieces, like usually when something blows up in a glaze kiln, it looks like somebody like threw a grenade inside of it. Like it's, the piece is just gone and it's, Everywhere. It's just like du- a like bunch of shelves above it. Yeah. yeah how does that it's, happen? I don't know. It's just nuts. It, yeah. It's like,
0: like, like particle. It's like crazy. Yeah. It looks like little it's razors, really, like little yeah. icicles of clay.
1: Yeah. It's just devastating.
0: So is it, is it from water?
1: Yeah. It from usually it's, usually it's someone like reglazes a piece and, Oftentimes, but not always, like it would be, so it would need to be something that could absorb the moisture in the first place. So like most likely the glaze doesn't fit quite right, or maybe parts of it aren't glazed or like soaked in the glaze on the foot or something like that. And then a lot of times it's like a thick piece that can't dry out quickly. One of the first times it happened to us at Clay, was a piece that had a, a hollow space inside of it so there was all this moisture that just worked its way you know into the air as things were drying and then it went into the kiln and all that wet air turned into steam inside of there so it was like a perfect bomb yeah
0: that's so crazy like you don't think it could possibly happen
1: it had never happened to me before yeah it's a real Uh, bummer it's a real real bummer
0: well India I hope I, I hope it worked out for you and your studio mates
1: yeah. I hope
0: you yeah. made the right choice. I
1: hope they didn't kick you out or it didn't blow up.
0: Okay. What else you got? What are you working on?
1: In the off chance that either of the galleries that I'm working with are listening, I'm doing great. I'm right <laughs> on the schedule. I'm plugging away.
2: <laughs> and if I'm if not, not stressed at all.
1: And if, if- they're not listening, <laughs> if, if you guys are listening, you just hit pause right now and don't worry about it. I'll see you soon at the show. For everybody else, I'm behind, more <laughs> behind than I've ever felt. <laughs> and boy, I uh, I've just been I've been watching Star Wars, you know, to get um, it, because I just need a I need a story about an underdog pulling pulling it out. because um, oh, that's that's you, how I feel right now. You <laughs> are
0: Luke Skywalker.
1: Yeah, I I just I need to I need to look at the rebels and think, all right, if they did it, I can too. Here we go. It's it's
0: okay. Kind of. I can kind of get there. All right.
1: The real perk, the best part about it is I would say 80% of what I'm working on right now, the ceramic parts are done. Oh. So like the chance, the explosion, the glaze got fucked up. Most of that's out the window. And now it's just like, I need 10 days to paint each piece. And I... Don't have that much time.
0: Wait, I, you still have to like paint the... Pe- you're not done with the firings. You're done with the building.
1: Uh, no, I'm not done with the...
0: The glazing.
1: The paint, like the paint,
0: paint, the paintings. The acrylic painting. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got you, I got you.
1: As you may have heard... You're a painter now. I become, I'm, I'm a bit of a painter now. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God,
0: every time I talk... Just really, I <coughs> <but a> barf. <laughs> uh,
1: what's okay. happening with you?
0: Um, well, you know, I had off all week, and so I just got to spend a lot of time in the studio. I I made a bunch of cups for the sale that I didn't sell anything in. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I uh, used this glaze that was like it's a no brainer glaze that you gave me, and all I had to do was add water to it, and so I used it and. Uh, I fucked it up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what did you do? No. <laughs> <'Cause> it's not. <laughs> I should not do ceramics.
1: Oh. I
0: should not do ceramics. Like, I am the worst at ceramics. What?
1: What did you do?
0: I don't really know. I guess I just didn't add enough. Because I was putting it over black glaze. I was making a gray glaze to put over black glaze. And so it just looked like a clear glaze over the black glaze with and it didn't do anything. (laughs) I was adding circle packs to make it opaque and then I just didn't add enough or I miscalculated. (laughs) I'm the worst fucking glazemaker.
1: Did you you just, did you just pick a little bit up? And it was like the scene in Indiana Jones (laughs) where he's like, you like pick a little and you're like take a little bit out, drop it on the ground and then you just toss it in. And that's, that's how you do it.
0: Basically like why? like literally the glaze is made. I just had to add water and color it and Zirco packs. That's all I had to do. Oh
2: my God.
0: I can't. It's so bad.
1: That's, that's amazing.
0: It's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Anyway, so that was last week and I'm pretty proud of that.
1: Yeah. As you should be
0: woo and so but you know i had some some success, some successes i like got some pieces made i got like it's not all bad i had like yeah. a whole week to work in the studio nonstop, no classes so it was pretty no awkward.
1: classes yeah so yeah. it's like
0: that was like the best part and yeah. i felt really good about it and i'm teaching a class at hofstra university and my mm-hmm. students like my students are actually really cool like i'm really happy to be there nice i was uh pretty stressed out about it because teaching college seems stressful seems I was like getting this impression that college students were jerks yeah they're, they're not yeah they're, they're not at all
1: yeah
0: no they'll be jerks later yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> after you fail
0: <laughs> oh my god oh no I just yeah no I, I'm not gonna fail anybody
1: I just remembered something really good that I did that tell I'm proud me. of yeah tell me I and it's honestly disgusting that it took like how many years have i worked at Brooklyn clay 100 okay, 97, like three
0: seven, something like that
1: okay four tops i organized all the cords under all the all the power strips under the wheels shut the fuck up it's connected it makes sense you can see it you you know if something's not plugged in you're not just like pulling spaghetti out <laughs> from underneath the table <laughs>
0: What I mean, I'm so. First of (sighs) all, you're really turning the ship around. Second of Mm. all, I'm really proud of you. And third of all, that's gonna make my life so much easier, because people are like, my wheel's not working, and then it's like, not plugged in, and it takes like an hour. But you can't,
1: you can't even tell because it's just a mess.
0: (laughs) Also, like who, who unplugs a wheel? Like it doesn't make any sense. It's like the wheel's been plugged in, though for like months and months, and then all of a sudden it's not.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Sure. weird yeah like ghosts come Ooh. in plug the wheels oh speaking of ghosts okay you have a
1: story you yeah. have a story check
0: this out so i did let's I, hear it so i did do i taught a private party last week and i was doing the demo you know like people come into brooklyn clay for the for a private party and i was doing a demo for them
1: what um, was it like a corporate event yeah exactly yeah,
0: yeah yeah it was a like a company was doing like a team building exercise which yeah. is so good and also so bad because there's always one person that's like not good that's good anyway we don't need to get into that
1: yeah but but, but it's, it's probably a great team building thing right
0: yeah it's, it is people love it hey um,
1: come to Brooklyn Clay for your <laughs> team building well we do trust you guys do trust falls at the end right
0: uh yeah yeah right well into yeah
1: it. well yeah yeah. right
0: into a vat of recycled clay. <laughs> right into the. Re- re-
1: I bet that would feel really nice. Trust right nice, into the reclaim bucket.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah. when I was doing the demo, like first I'll do a demo and show them how to like what we're going to do before they do it, and then they were like, "Oh my god, I feel like I'm watching the movie Ghost." I was like, "Oh, you know, like any kind of reference in pottery anymore to the movie Ghost? It just yeah. makes you want to like." throw yourself into the street and maybe get hit by a bus and never have to hear that ever again
1: maybe we should get the no ghosting sign that they have in community (laughs) that's got a picture of patrick swayze with an x through it
0: wait what what are you talking about
1: the the tv series community there's there's a there's a pottery episode
2: there is with
1: with tony hale as the pottery teacher it's so good that whole everybody should go watch that if you want to get good at ceramics go watch all six seasons of community okay (laughs) there's one episode about pottery that's it
0: so and there's a no ghosting sign yeah we need that
1: yeah Need it yeah it's you should watch it tonight cami
0: i might just so anyway here's the thing about the movie ghost, right? Like, uh-huh. let but let me break it down. Break Demi it down Moore, for us, Demi Moore is sitting at the wheel and I've had yeah. tons of time to think about it years and years and years. She's sitting at the wheel, throwing her pots yeah. and yeah. in real life, like Demi Moore took pottery lessons in at her home and wherever, Nevada or Idaho or whatever. And she had Wait, did a pottery she, studio. Did
1: she learn for the movie I or?
0: Think she, that's a good question. I know that okay. she, I know that, um, she, I think she had learned for the movie. Yeah. And then just kept doing it. I'm not really sure how it ended up. So she's sitting at a wheel, throwing the pots, right. It's just her and the pottery wheel. And it's a perfectly good sex scene. Like we don't, you don't need Patrick Swayze to come in and do anything. Like just watching that is enough. So Patrick Swayze comes in and then this, like, it's gross. It was so good. And then it was like, Oh, he just ruins it by his presence so
1: so you you don't (laughs) encourage crew to come into your studio and do that
0: look if he ever did that to me (laughs) I would literally change the locks I'd be like first of all (laughs) do not ever touch me again wait no I wouldn't say that I'd be like
1: (laughs) you interrupted an intimate moment with my partner and I (laughs) I, and he would say I'm your partner and you'd say your crew (laughs) my potter's wheel is my partner
0: yeah exactly right that's exactly it that's what I'm saying
1: um so you have two potter's wheels right I do
0: I got um... is it
1: hard to balance like the physical intimacy between the two like or is it like do you keep it separate like do they get jealous Um, well
0: you know it's does one ever
1: come up behind you while you're throwing and the other potter's wheel ghosts (laughs) you from behind (laughs)
0: <laughs> i mean we're we're working out the details of the relationship it's it's not yeah. a menage a trois, if that's what you're asking it's okay. uh i'm having a monogamous relationship with one and the other yeah. one the other one it just gets tucked away in the corner like the old dog that it is oh
1: that's a good old oh, wheel though yeah i bet we're like i bet within the next five years we'll have like another iconic Potter's scene in a movie because it's so. I mean, even I was just listening to a book, and one of the characters is a Potter. It's everywhere. It's in the. It's in commercials. You know. It's Yeah. Can't get yeah. away from it.
0: Yeah, I can't, you can't get away from it. But also, like, you cannot get away from ghost
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I think we're good on a on an intro. What do you think? Yeah. So today on the podcast we have Catherine Wells. Uh, she is a ceramicist and new shop owner of Amano Brooklyn.
1: We know Catherine well because she's a member at Brooklyn Clay and she also owns Amano, which is one storefront over from Brooklyn Clay. So we got to see her all the time. But we've been talking about like doing some more like this for kind of a while of, you know, we've got dreams of getting some kiln people on. You know, we, I think, tend to go like straight towards artists and potters because that's who so many of our friends tend to be and and that's what we think about a lot but there's so much of the business that exists outside of that or like tangentially
0: tangential tangentially
1: tangentially (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) tangentially to that and uh let us know write in if there's someone uh let us know if you know how to
0: pronounce that word correctly and (laughs) send
1: us a voice note send us a voice memo and then uh also send us a send us a voice memo if you um have a show worse than the one in Terre Haute, indiana no sorry if you're if there's someone that you want us to ask to have on um or if you have a worse show i'd love to read out people's worst shows oh my god sorry back to omano i'm sorry
0: (laughs) you can email us a voice note
1: kammieclomaco
0: at gmail.com gushamilton at gmail.com
1: no write it on the back of a $20 bill (laughs) and send it to
0: kammieclomaco at Uh (laughs) (laughs) gmail.com okay and here she was here she is katherine wells Oh.
3: Can I give you guys your gift? Yeah. Yes, let's do that. So you know what's on top, right? Because happy second anniversary. This is for you. Thank you. This is for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh I listened very carefully yeah, really do. to the last podcast Yeah, yeah so the one, the so one right just before. that word. one.
0: Yeah. Um, um, first of all, this is perfect for beating Gus Second yes. of all, for nobody
1: spells my name right with the smiley face at the end. Except for me. It's the new way. <laughs> um, <laughs> beautiful packaging.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. I wrapped it myself today with the Amano gift wrap.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm really curious. Oh my God.
3: It's
0: an entire jar. Yeah, of you really Kool-Aid.
1: listened carefully, didn't uh-huh. you?
0: I did. You know, yeah, because on the last episode, oh, on the Matt Merkel Hess episode, I was talking about the Kool-Aid man yes, and how were. he was like my best friend when I was a kid. And, <laughs> and
2: then so I weird. got it yeah. and
3: it's like, but wait, there's no sugar. So you get a box of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh. What yeah. you get? oh. Okay. These uh, are
0: great oh,
2: gifts.
1: Is, wait, is it a, it's a Bob Ross painting with Bob Ross?
3: But it's the clapper. Oh my god! Because remember how you were talking about having yeah, my studio your lights? Studio lights?
1: Oh, my, you really listen carefully.
3: <laughs> wait, just say
0: again what it is.
1: It's a it it's a a Bob Ross painting, a small Bob Ross painting, that plugs into an outlet with a Bob Ross in front of it that is a clap light i mean this is gonna make some killer videos and he, so i can walk into my studio
3: it's a talking clapper he gives um, inspirational quotes
1: oh this is just what i need in my studio you're That's a really awesome. good gift giver
3: yeah this is, this, this is really not. good And and like like when I'm forced to give a gift, like if it's a birthday or Christmas or whatever, I I panic and I can never think of anything. But you guys are so easy. We are literally sitting in a gift shop. (laughs) (laughs) And well, it would have been lame to give you something from here. Yeah, that's maybe.
0: No, I
1: don't think so. <laughs> this store is full of really good stuff. Yes, that's
0: true. <laughs> I would that's take true. almost anything. But I guess not. We lately. would have been yeah. like, "It's so easy." She just it would have been like, too easy.
2: <laughs> take a twirl right. around and be like, "This I
0: thing." Mean, well, that's exactly
1: my all. My gifts now have just turned into Brooklyn Clay dinnerware. Yeah. that's what Perfect. everybody gets now. All your gifts. Yeah. because it, I'm walking out of the door at work and I'm like, "Oh, God, I need something for cammy Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's yeah. another Saturn plate for Same. Yeah. Slowly, the I next, love my yeah. Saturn
3: dinnerware.
2: Good, I'm I
3: glad
1: got you do. I got two of each. Yeah, uh, good.
2: It's heavy, snaggy. yeah, it's is heavy, like isn't it. it? Yeah, yeah, but it's always the I first one. I, go table. For. <laughs> I do, I do,
3: I usually eat on the kitchen counter, anyway.
2: Yeah. So,
1: I need poured
3: uh, concrete actually for this.
2: <laughs> I have really cheap plates.
1: cabinets at home, and oh, um, and okay. I have all yeah. the seconds at, and I was staring at it, but. They they're they're really cheap. They seem really poorly made, but they're sturdy because it's full of broken clay dinnerware. Oh, so they're
3: holding up so far?
1: So far, yeah. Wait, There's a lot of it like in there.
2: Pulling away. Actually, from Actually, that wall. happened
0: to me in my apartment a couple of years ago. Uh, my apartment before the apartment I'm in now. I came home and the kid, my my dinnerware cabinet was like <laughs> tilting way forward. It was really so what'd intense. You do? Like took everything Just out really quick, t- quick <laughs> and yeah, basically. <laughs>
2: Yeah, call the landlord. Yeah, yeah call the landlord, and he
0: like, yeah, he just drilled some drilled some screws in there and walked away. It was pretty good. <laughs> it's a little disappointing. Yeah, though you're, kind you're of like for a whole like, new set of cabinets. Gonna
3: have, yeah, kind yeah, of, kind of. Mm. Um, it's just,
1: it's... Well, should we talk about where we are? Yeah. Okay. Because we're, we're not in a normal studio.
0: Yes, this is, we're on location. This is uh-huh. a really big deal for <laughs> Gus and I. <laughs> this is the first time we recorded on we location. We want to introduce you to Catherine Wells, the owner of Amano. Hi, you guys. Hi. Hi, Catherine. Okay.
1: Thanks for having us over.
0: Thanks for coming. It was I'm is so happy. It was a long time. The commute was crazy. <laughs> we were, Gus and I were discussing how you decided
3: on the location of your store.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, there's
3: a whole story and I, it's kind of the same story that I tell anyone. So anyone who's listening, who's heard the story, I apologize for the redundancy.
1: <laughs> there's like the skip 15 seconds ahead thing, you know. They okay. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where you skip 15 <laughs> seconds
3: ahead. Um, i am a member at brooklyn clay yes. yes and i have been for a couple of years and i would walk past this space after being at brooklyn clay every day and this is a very very cool space it has windows on three sides yes. and really high ceilings and i was like damn the things they're making over there at brooklyn Clay are so cool and so beautiful but where the hell do you buy them like yeah. i don't know where you get any of that stuff so i would walk by her like somebody should somebody should put a store in there where they sell all that stuff that they're making over there at Brooklyn Clay. And then I got anxious. I was like, wait, what if, what if Jen wants to do that store? And so as things evolved and I was like starting to get a little more serious about it, I went to Jen and I was like, what would you think if she's like, oh, I think it'd be a great idea. Yeah. Uh, it is a great idea. Yeah. And so, I started making phone calls. Anyway, it's, I call it the somebody should store because it's like somebody should, somebody should. Like we all have like somebody should yes, in our this. lives. And yeah. so after like two years of somebody should... I guess that somebody is
1: me. Yeah. Well, I've been I, like my favorite lunch spot is that corner right Still? there, and so, uh, I—it's been a little cold. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. But um, but I've been staring in the back windows of this place for a long time, waiting for somebody to put something in. So were you really able to see here.
3: anything while they were doing the construction? It was all boarded. It was all. Papered um, up. It would
1: be papered up, and then sometimes the paper would fall, and you oh, could get no. a sneak peek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for a long time, it was just open, you know, and there were yeah. just ladders in here and mm-hmm. things like that. But um, I was excited when I found out that uh, a store was opening, but specifically that you were opening a store. And then I got more excited when I got to come and visit before it opened, because this this place is. I mean, even the listeners can't see, but Cammie can if she turns oh, yeah. around. Look at the no visible hinges on the store yeah. here. Isn't that's, it gorgeous? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. intense.
0: I have two of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It's like we're in the Oval Office. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. But <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's exciting for someone who is practicing ceramics so to open a shop of ceramics. So you actually know exactly how everything's made.
3: Right. I know how a lot of things are made. I like, you know, one of the artists whose work I carry is Sachiko. Yeah. And she and I started taking classes from Nadine at the same time, like two years ago. And like she does um, these really beautiful, sweet things. And the things that she's doing now that are on her Instagram are like even cuter than the ones that I have here. But because they're super colorful, most of the stuff I have is like kind of. just like blues and pinks and white and um, anyway.
0: Wait, what's her Instagram? Do we know? What's her last name?
3: It's uh, just Sachiko, I think. S-A-T-C-H-I-K-O. Okay.
1: I think so, yeah. Okay. She's making these like really great candle holders it's right now. And the family of life. Yeah. She
3: uh, is constantly
0: re- uh, retweeted. We reposted on Instagram, right? Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, just for the listeners to find her work yeah. in the future. I mean, you can yeah. find it on a Mono.
1: Yeah, come to Amano. Yeah, no, you like, can come okay. here. You can which see is, some of her stuff, but yeah. you should definitely
0: which look exam. at
3: her Instagram as well. And um, I just find it so interesting. Like, it's not anything that I would ever do technique wise, but it, she does it so well. Yeah. You know, she's really kind of found her niche,
2: Yeah,
3: which is a real challenge as a as yeah. a would be am i a potter or am i a ceramicist well, that, or am so I, I a ceramic know, when, artist when did you <laughs> when
1: did you uh, why did you start doing ceramics
3: because Gigi said you should take this class with me and i was like well i guess so i don't have anything uh-huh. else to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> was it because that's uh, funny right it sounds
1: like a, like did it start just completely as a hobby
3: completely was it, it yeah, was it a, a stress
1: reliever at Um, some point?
3: It's the most meditative practice that I think that there is for me in my life. Uh Like I do yoga and I find throwing pots more meditative
2: than yoga. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's probably true. Cammy and
1: I were wondering um, uh, why you decided to make your hobby so hard and open a store?
3: <laughs> yeah, that was a great question. Oh. Wait, what do you mean, my hobby's so hard?
0: You like. could have just made pots and been like, like, Oh, happy. Well,
3: you know, my boyfriend and I were having a conversation about it, and we were talking about careers and, you know, what I was going to do the rest of my life, and <laughs> it just didn't feel like I was going to have a real career in making pots and I've never understood that about myself and I think it happens to a lot of would-be artists who don't have the encouragement from an early age to go and be creative and explore and you can be this person and you're allowed to be this very creative person, you're allowed to have a career in the arts and that was never really available to me. It always had to be like working for the man. Yeah. And I was so done with that. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess I'll work for myself. And then, you know, I did this whole career coaching thing, dah, 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 and it comes out that I really like shopping. <laughs> 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 and so, and I'm actually really good at it. <laughs> um, the thing that I have to work on now is selling. Cool. <laughs> so you know but it's as you know you look around and you can see it's like really fun it's very me like imagine like you just get to like buy things that you think are fun and interesting or beautiful and put them out for other people to come and look at and people seem to really respond very positively how do you pick how do you pick who's going to be in the store like well sometimes it's people come in and they show me their stuff and I fall in love with it and say I have to have it. And sometimes um, I find them on Instagram. Okay. And sometimes I've met them at Brooklyn Clay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, sometimes I've met them at Brooklyn Clay, or I kind of know who they are. Or Gus will introduce me to someone, and um, you know, we'll make it happen like that.
1: It's yeah, it is like beyond just having a place for people to come in and buy stuff so close to brook and clay it's really nice i think to have a place that people can come like new people can come and look at work because that was something that was so hard to find around here that like cammy sells some of her work up in williamsburg which is like great but right in this neighborhood there's there's not really a spot to go like you see finished work at brook and clay but it kind of comes in yeah it's just like this is more of
0: like it's your store has this kind of home feeling and it also has a store feeling so it's like riding this line. So you get to see things out of the studio that things just hit differently when it's right. not on on the shelf with a million pieces next to it. Exactly. Yeah, and it's also like, you know, you're you're looking at your table and you could just put it, like bring a piece over. This is how it's going to look on a real table. Exactly. It's like an opportunity, Um, which I love is that you are giving like a lot of young up-and-coming ceramicists like an opportunity to sell stuff.
3: So I did a little bit, a little bit of kind of back and forth between like what what is this is this a gallery where I'm gonna have shows and I'm gonna like exhibit like you know artists and be their representative in the world no yeah. I'm not you know <laughs> it's a store it's I, I just needed it to be a store and part yeah. of the reason for that was that I feel like galleries are very intimidating to a lot of people and I really need this to be a community space and i want the everyone in the community needs to feel welcome here and i feel like galleries are, have a yeah. sort of well there's exclusivity also there's there's no aspect. there's no
1: shortage of galleries too oh, right. like there is this is such a thing that i like in montana i feel like there are shops and then maybe it's just a thing of like it's a lot harder to do this kind of stuff here you know like it's it's a really big undertaking and this store is like you know it's not we're not in, like, a shoebox that has, like, just a ton of stuff crammed in there. It's like you're in this, like Kimmy was just saying, like, it feels like a home. There's a couch in here. We're sitting at a nice, like, a beautiful kitchen table right now, or dining table. Um,
3: it was, by the way, just refinished. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's <laughs> It's a Brooklyn workshop. Really? It's teak. It's mid-century. It's... Um, Niels Kofod's, yes, and it has these cheers. really cool extensions. You pull this it. out, yeah. and it extends. And then these are the matching Whoa. chairs that originally came with it. Cool. Yeah, the whole thing. Whoa. Well, one of the things I was going to mention that um, has kind of been with me for most of my adult life was when I was in college. I went and studied in London for a semester, and um, I fell in love with um, the Arts and Crafts movement and all of the you know the whole William Morris. Thing. and William Morris had this fabulous quote that you should have nothing in your homes that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. Oh. And I, that's always stuck with me and I've always loved it. You know, like a lot of his stuff is a little, look like, foofy-foofy, <laughs> but his whole idea was, it was like the, a response to the Industrial Revolution and too much automation. We need to get back to arts and crafts, to handmade things, to things that are actually really, really beautiful and um, take time and effort and thought and energy. And so a lot of that thinking kind of went into why I was doing this because I feel like we're like I'm in the middle of a really dense and getting denser by the second with all these developments going yeah. around yeah, crazy. Uh, residential community. and I feel like people want to feel a connection to their community and they want to be part of it and what better way to do that than to walk into a store and buy something that was made by someone in your community who you can actually meet perhaps if we have an event where the yeah. artist shows up and you can meet that.
2: yeah
3: oh yeah that's cool i love it right? especially because there's about a thousand apartments about to be open <laughs> yeah 627 <laughs> i think <laughs> i don't know the exact number <laughs> but it is 600 and something yeah it's crazy that's crazy. Crazy. It's
0: exciting you're absolutely right i think I think you're, uh, hit you hit the nose, hit um, the nail on that nose. You hit the nose on the head.
2: You hit
1: the nose <laughs> with the hammer. <laughs> um, Cammy Ooh. and I were also talking about how, uh, what else we can do to make this, um, ceramics alley. Um, yeah, ceramics yeah. alley. What do we need next? Like a, I don't know what the next ceramics alley store should be. <laughs> well, um. I have to
3: tell you at one point. Cause i was looking around and looking i was like okay i'm becoming the mug and vase store like hey. i've got mugs and vases and mugs and vases because that's what you make with ceramics mm-hmm. mugs and vases so i wanted to talk i have sort of dabbled in talks with jenna about like let's put some let's set this table with saturn dinner i don't know if it would hold <laughs> 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 but good point, um, good point. you know like <laughs> yeah. let's try and move that yeah. stuff because i've seen how much you have over there and yeah, i know stuff how hard it is it is really really hard to move product online these days because yeah. it's so competitive and it's such a slog and it's expensive yeah so you yeah. know i want to do whatever i can to help not just with the saturn but with the
1: just wait till you see these new paper towel Everything. holders i working on. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you know,
3: I gave a huge, the best gift I gave this year for Christmas was oh, the yeah. umbrella stand yeah. that I gave oh, yeah. to my boyfriend. Nice. And he loves it. Good. And it's going into his, uh, his studio.
2: Cool.
1: That's
3: cool. On 24th Street. Yeah.
1: Nice. So yeah, I, like, I love those things.
3: You're putting it in your studio? Why are you taking it to your home? Yeah. <laughs> He wants to share it.
1: Good. Okay. I everyone. like that answer. An umbrella
3: yeah. stand. Because he's just like one person with an umbrella. Yeah. Right? So if he's in his studio, many people with many umbrellas will use the umbrella stand. I like
1: that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I love that umbrella stand. It's really great. I want to make one for myself. I don't have one. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. It's very expensive. We know yeah. yeah. you can afford it. I,
3: I, I can't. <laughs> I know
0: to, we noticed that Adams Purrier has a lot of. Has a lot of work in the store, yeah. And I know he was one of the first people that you really got on board. He was. And um, so, what do you tell him? Like, are you telling him what to make? Are you like, we need this, no? We
3: need that? In the in the beginning, when I first discovered him, I, I saw his stuff on his little store MV site where he was selling his stuff. I don't know if he still has stuff there, but. Um, I bought myself like a bowl and a couple of mugs and they showed up and I was like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. These are amazing. I love these. And so I went and I got, I talked to him and I had, he, he basically was just saying like whatever is sold here, you can buy it wholesale. And so I was like, mm, add to cart, yeah. add to cart, yeah. add to cart, <laughs> add to cart. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll have, you know, like three of each because those bowls are amazing. They're huge. Yeah. And he wasn't a lot of charging is- me enough money for yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> but I've um, raised price a little more <laughs> than, um, and the idea is that when I sell them, I'll make him even on that. Sure. And um, But I love his work so much. I think it's so fun and funny and interesting and a little creepy and weird and I love you. You just described Adam. Like
2: <laughs> you just like yeah.
0: all those things. You it's actually Adams, mm-hmm. on, right?
3: But then mm-hmm. I my other favorite we're, thing, we're, like the creepy, is big, when but. I discovered <laughs> Steph. Right.
0: Yeah. Because his partner. Steph.
3: His partner Steph and I didn't know at first that she was his partner. I the first the way I discovered her was that he had sent me some jugs that she had done the decoration on. Oh, yeah. He throws the jugs and she draws the very sweet little pastoral scenes yes. on them. And um, so I had one or two of those. And then somehow it came to pass that, oh, yeah, those are, I guess I saw on Instagram that they were friends and, like, they were tagging each other. It's like, oh, wait, these two know each <laughs> other.
2: <Yeah>. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm a little well, slow like on the really empty. they, really know each other. They really know each
3: other. So... Um, <laughs> But I love the juxtaposition of their work, because hers is so sweet and gentle and soft. Her lines are so soft. And and adorable. And my favorite are the Yetis. Do you remember the Yetis? Yes, right. So she makes these like very kind of crude little Mountain men—they're like you know maybe three inches tall—and and and then she makes tiny little mountains that go (laughs) with them. (laughs) And I, when people would buy the Yetis, I. Didn't realize that the mountains went with the Yetis, and so I forgot to give them the Yetis. So I have a few spare mountains lying around. If you're listening, bought a Yeti. Come on, buy. Come back, come back. And she made these really great um, drawings on slabs of um, like the MTA, you know, New York City scene kind of things. And then she had these tiny little pigeons that go with them. Oh, <laughs> and someone perfect. wanted to buy like they put just the pigeon up on the counter the other day. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Like, do I just sell the anyway, like these are the kinds of things that happen when yeah, you have like, right. like, I don't know. Okay. Sell pigeon.
1: We we used to go vacation with them, um, Cammy and I oh, <laughs> during yeah. COVID. Yeah. Oh. We um, spent a lot
3: of in time, time. In Massachusetts, in New yeah. Bedford, yeah. yeah.
1: And poor stuff like we would show up and she would just be talking to Adams for the whole time and then we would show up and all we would do was talk about ceramics for two <laughs> days. <laughs> Until she was really, Crazy. yeah, yeah. To leave. sorry Steph. <laughs> How are
3: they? Have you talked to them? I think they're great. Yeah, I, think they're yeah
1: great. I talked to him a little while ago. Okay. I need to talk to Adams. It looks okay. like he's Because we just clean. made a shirt with Adams.
3: Oh good. Yeah.
1: Are
3: you gonna sell it at Brooklyn Clay?
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's long sleeve, green. Kind of I, is long it Long Sleeve tea? Mm-hmm.
3: I need a Long Sleeve tea. Well, it's day. a pocket cool. tea, right? Pocket
1: tea. Yeah, it's cool.
3: Ooh, yeah. pocket tea for your Run small. Heads up. just oh, yes. for everyone.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I put mine on and looked like I painted <laughs> I, it. <laughs>
1: I like that you assume
0: that I'm leaving that in. Uh, <laughs> is, it, um, <laughs> is it a Haynes BP tea?
1: No, it, I don't know what it is. It's, it's Run those? Small. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Michael Jordan. They were like the
3: really thick, heavy, all It was the thickest.
1: <laughs> Heavy cotton shirt that I could find. It's nice. The one you got? Yeah, yeah. but it, it turns out it runs small. <laughs> I was really sad when There's I put always, it is on. It's <laughs> not real. It's just that no, you. No, I got, haven't gained that much <laughs> weight. I
2: have. Okay. I've been on a long diet. But you know what? I don't, don't want to body
1: shame you it's here. Not <laughs> no. uh,
2: I
3: love the New York Pottery Association sweatshirt. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. You yeah. did that right. Yeah. 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 We I used those. to have that sweatshirt in college, right? Cuz that's like the, the classic sweatshirt. champion. Yeah. yeah. And so my kid goes to that school now and I tried to go online to buy a Colorado sweatshirt. Yeah. And it does not exist
1: anymore. Mm. That in, specific in that, one. That yeah. yeah. And so the They're one so I got was
3: now. so nasty. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just like thin and fleecy. Yeah. And yeah.
3: gross. It didn't feel good, and I just yeah. sent it right back. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. With a little note that says. <laughs> yeah. It said, "I'm getting a New York Pottery <laughs> yeah. Association sweatshirt mm. instead. Yeah. Totally. So.
1: Um. I want to come back to the store. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. We're in the store. Which. Uh, <laughs> because I already talked about how uh, beautiful the, the actual store is. Like, I don't just mean the items, I mean the, the yes, space. space. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah, talk about your architect. Like, how the did architect. you, yeah. So
3: yes, and I know your architect because he was a student of
0: mine. He is Everybody. a student. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> so this whole thing happened very, very, very gradually. Thanks to COVID, there's no New York minute. Like, it was very slow, and so... I got to do a lot of research and really take my time because I was also in no real hurry to sign a lease because I knew this place wasn't going anywhere and so I did research and um, I found this guy who specializes in retail space architecture, interior retail architecture design. How did you find him? Um, I think I Googled retail interior architect. Yeah, that's, I'm just interested, that's amazing. I found, you know, and I found a handful of people, and the thing that I loved about Sergio Menino was that he had articles that he was writing for Forbes, so forbes has this interesting program where they hire experts in their fields to contribute articles to things and it's a very interesting model and and so and sergio is very prolific at writing about retail trends and whether it's about the space or just the trend or whatever thing it is i thought this guy seems like he knows what he's doing so i called him up and we had a conversation and we really hit it off and now I have this beautiful space that he designed and you know the thing I tell everyone who comments on the beautiful space and all the colors and the terrazzo floor is like if you want something done right, you hire Italians <laughs> to do everything. They no marble. They know they know the they terrazzo know color, yeah, they, they know design, it. they know like all the good stuff. And mm-hmm. He ended up having a great relationship with a contractor, this guy Flavio from Minas Construction, who's um, Brazilian. And um, he did an amazing, amazing job. He had a great team of people. It took longer than I wanted it to, because doesn't it always? Yeah. Sure. And I feel especially like I, these days. And that's yeah, true, especially yeah. these days. I but, mean, it's
0: like you think it's going to take three months, it's like nine.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And. Also, there were weird little like things the contract ended up taking longer than I wanted it to. So when you sign a, con- a lease, you have like I think I had six months of free rent from the oh, day cool. I signed the lease for the build-out time. So I was like, awesome, I'm gonna get like three months of free rent. And yeah, not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no months of free rent. <laughs> and but the, the payoff was, you know, I could have been a real Hard ass, like really, you guys got to hurry up, get out, get out, get out. I, I got to move in, I got to move in. And then I would have had a punch list of, you know, 600 sure. things that needed to be fixed. And instead, I had like a very small handful of things that needed to be fixed. Like, this is a very, very moving condition. And um, they were actually here today, they hung this um, scaffold up here. Oh, cool. So that so I you can change the cool. Yeah, exactly. Oh,
2: cool.
1: Yeah, exactly like over
3: that the is. dining room table. I have some really cool pieces. Awesome. I'm very excited. Cool. If you're out there and you're listening and you know how to, you, you know someone who does light fixtures, drop me a line. <laughs> who hangs them? <laughs> uh, who, who, no, who can repair them. Oh, okay. I mm. so need repairs and, you know, tidying up and shining them up and okay. all of that.
2: Yeah.
3: Um,
0: so, yeah, Sergio so he did like it's not he didn't put a ton of fixtures like for actual product
3: well so he and his partner designed the layout right so they created this room because this thing was just an open space right so they create this room and the office and the bathroom and the closet and the little cafe area up front and then they designed all of the shelving and they originally wanted to put some Fixtures, some display fixtures, permanent di- tables in the middle. And I was like, mm, no, I have furniture that's I got going in there. In here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got storage units. <laughs> and I actually took them to see one of my storage units. And they're like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> so, um, but it's a really, I, I like the way that they put the LED lighting kind of behind the shelves in there. Yeah, and each really shelf beautiful. is like 24 by 24. And then Varying depths because they did these different back layouts behind them. are either rounded or slanted or diagonal or um, pointed, and um, so it, so that it's not just like a big flat everywhere you look. It's exactly the same. There's kind of depth and texture to it.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm just harping too much on how beautiful the space is. It is so great beautiful. Yeah, there's yeah. really great stuff in here. <laughs> yeah. But that was. Like I came, I just happened to be walking out of Brooklyn Clay one night when you were walking in here, and you're yeah. like, "You want a sneak peek?" <laughs> and then I came back like two days later to be like, "I need to see it again." I came back with Katie or Sarah the second time to be like, "I gotta see it again." And then I went back to Brooklyn Clay and I was like, "Jen, you gotta go." Like you gotta. Looks <laughs> really yeah. good. She did. Yeah. She and Laura came by. Yeah. I know, but there's regular. so many like the the flower, the little flower tiles that are over in the cafe area, like.
3: So it's they presented amazing. me with all of these ideas of the, you know, the way that you do when you're in a relationship with the architect and this and this. And I was just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you're just yesing everything. Yeah. Because I didn't have really the knowledge or the bandwidth to be like, mm, I don't know. What else? Do you, right? Like, yeah. Uh, uh, you know. I mean, I that's why it. you hire yeah. the best. Like, right. Because they're there to help you and they did an amazing job and i wasn't completely sold on those tiles
1: yeah i wouldn't have been if someone would have shown them me. yeah
3: and they work really really well (laughs) with everything else the
1: bathroom brick has i think it's all matte and there's a couple glossy bricks in there and it's just like
3: it's all the same color Yeah. yeah yeah it's really cool we will put some pictures up on the podcast um Page so people can see, like, yeah, oh, that's
2: what that looks like. all day.
3: So, if people are looking for a gift, this is the
0: best place to come. Yeah. And they can Something go to sensitive. your website, mm-hmm. and everything's in stock on your website as
3: well. Pretty much the things that aren't on the website tend to be the things that um, I haven't priced yet because <laughs> I don't know how much they are. <laughs> and you know, I just they end up coming out of storage and going onto the shelf, and then my associates are like, uh, how much is this? <laughs> I should also add, I have a really, really amazing staff who know everything about how to make this stuff look really good on the shelves good. in ways that I don't. So that was a bonus as well. Um, so shout out. Um, but yeah, pretty much everything is online now. It is. I was holding back on a lot of the furniture initially because my before the store opened, I really wanted the website to be the, um, to showcase the artists first and foremost. Like my, uh, my whole kind of reason for doing this is to support local working artists. That's the idea. That's I mean, the best. Yeah, I that have feels a, great. I have a lot of other it junk in like here that. as well. Yeah. It's not junk, I have fun stuff that, you know, f- that I have filler. Um, but that's the that's the heart of the place.
0: That's amazing, and that's you're right, Gus. That is how it feels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. This has been. You guys thank you so much. So yeah. fun,
3: and good luck with the store. Thank you. Yeah. It's um, five eighty five Dean Street, Just yes. east of Carlton Avenue, next to Brooklyn Clay. A yeah.
1: short walk from the Barclays Center. Yeah. Uh, in right. uh, Cami's favorite. Sweets Alley, that she calls <laughs> Diabetes <laughs> Alley. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I call
0: this neighborhood
3: di- Diabetes Alley.
1: Because there's so many good places to eat sweets over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
3: including Amano, Brooklyn, where exactly. we have uh-huh. Irving Farm Coffee and Balthazar Pastries. Yeah. Yes. And we now have poppy, pop, handcrafted popcorn from Asheville, North Carolina. Ooh-hoo. That's insanely Well, delicious. the thing that
1: I, because yeah, it's wintertime right now when we're recording this, this is the last thing I have to sneak oh, in. Oh, please. Here, which is just, uh, I don't have to put on my real shoes. I don't have to slip out of my Birkenstocks into real <laughs> shoes or put a jacket on when I come to get coffee over here. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really nice. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, thanks, Catherine. Thanks, you thanks, guys. Catherine. This is really fun. Yeah. All right, and we're back what did you think of Catherine?
1: so fun she's her neighbor
0: i know how can you not
1: love your neighbor and love that neighbor isn't that in the bible
0: i don't know i've never i'm, I'm not it. sure
1: <laughs> um
0: i'm cutting that <laughs> no <laughs> uh Catherine was my student and i'm so like she hasn't been in my class in a while and i miss her so much like i loved sitting down and i'm so proud of her new store congratulations katherine
1: and go to her store and then walk around the corner on a tuesday and you can see both camifer and Gustav gust African at brick and clay gustifer do you think people can hear that i'm like laying down right now
0: no okay yeah. and you can go to her website amanobrooklyn.com a-m-a-n-o brooklyn.com and also obviously on instagram oh yeah. no nobody can hear that you're laying down but you look very relaxed.
1: stay. Yeah. Prayer, prayer hands, yes.
0: Cool. Gus, this was a yeah. blast. Yeah. I guess I'll see you tomorrow. You're coming in? Yeah, I got, yeah, I sure am. Wait, actually, no, I'm
1: not. Oh, man, I was, I, there I was like, man, this isn't even a joke, but I don't want to admit that I didn't know she was in on Mondays.
0: I would. I'm not in on Mondays. Thanks for reminding me. All right. See you on Tuesday. Okay. (laughs) Bye, Gus. Bye, Cammie. Bye, everybody.